0: What are you talking about? The members say that they're better sure that good. we are all part of it. Hello. We 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 have I'm a teacher. I'm a teacher. i i Okay. Happy birthday! Ha- yeah, Amen. 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 You're you. You're a lucky man. It's mentioned in the Torah. <laughs> 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 Whatever's mentioned in Torah is yeah. We discussed it already. last night. Rambam says. Megillah Perik All are Chaev obliged in reading of the Megillah. In the reading of the Megillah. Anoshim males, the female, females, Vigarim and converts, Va Avodim and emancipated slaves. That's the correct definition. Free. Translation. Freed slaves. Okay, I can look. Yeah. Yes, the Okay. Okay, now the Rambam says that gayri converts are obliged in reading the Megillah. The mocker for this Rambam, the source for this Rambam, in Shas the Shas doesn't discuss it. So it doesn't say nothing about. Ba- I don't say it. the Rambam says. It. The Rambam says it, it's brought to our attention in the Tosefta. The Tosefta Megillah perik Beis. They refer us to what they said. They who they. The fact is, if you'll take out to Yoseft and Perik Beis the Megillah, you will not see it there. You will see there as follows. HaKol Chayob de the Mikra Megillah. And many individuals are enumerated, many different types, etc. Uh, uh, actually, in, in, in a, there's a lengthier exposition of the different types, many descriptions of individuals, which aren't even brought to the Rambam. Nevertheless, Geirim and our texts are not found. But the Vilnegoim, the Bir Hagro, In the Shulchan with the Shulchan the Mechaber in Sima Petes, Sif Aleph quotes the Loshna Mechaber Hakel Chayevim So the V'iragro refers us. In other words, the Kesef Mishneh, doesn't refer us normally. The Kesef Mishneh will refer us to Amarimokkem somewhere to a source. He doesn't say anything. The V'unlagoin says V'iragro on the Shulchan Aruch He says Nishmat Mehatoy it's not the Tesefte, but Nishmatma Tesefte. What does it mean, nishmat Tesefte? Because, I've a pastus, it means, based on what I've, I've seen from other before, she had Tesefte. Is as follows. Because there is a Teisephta in Mesichta Brochus, which the language of the Teisephta there, the halochas of the Teisephta in relation to the Brochus, Rechasamazin and the like, and also in Mesichta Rosh Hashanah. In relation to Tukia Shoifar, the same text is more or less found in Mesichta Brochus and in Rosh Hashanah. And there, Gerim is mentioned explicitly. The Meir says the Vilna Gaon nishmat mahatyi This they said generally everything is uniform by the Tosefta, by the Vilna Gaon in his Torah. even if it's not, these, is nishmat <laughs> mahatyi Sefta. The facts are interestingly, I've gone a bit further. What I've seen is as follows: the the, the, the Rav Soloveitchik, our Rosh from Bosnia, Rabbi Yosheber, uh, in his sefer in the sefer Harorin Kedim on Hilchas and the Alochas of Megillah, he brings it from the Ur Hagonus. The Ur HaGonus, is Hagonus on the Teusefte, a standard Teusefte in your Vilna Shas has small little notes from Eragonus correction so to speak, and the Eragonus fills in, in this Teusefte, the Geirim, the Geirim are obliged. Uh, interestingly, and this is really validates it all, if the Lieberman's, uh, 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 Lieberman, Professor Schoel Lieberman, in his text of the Teusefte, seemingly there was a text in the Yad. Uh, and, the, and Lieberman actually has it in his text. In other words, it's not just in in the, in the notes and the cross references that there is some manuscript, so so to speak. It is the reliable manuscript wherein that history is written. written. Gairim. Now, what's so novel about it? What's this controversy here? Yet yeah, Gairim, not Gairim, etc. And the Rokechavir says as follows. Al says the Chazdei David already. I mean, discusses this issue because he <laughs> highlights the Rab David Pardo in the Sefer Chazdei David in his commentary on the Tzavta. But it's not found in your standard Vilna Shas In your standard Vilna Shas, you will find the Chazdei David, but it is uh, it is uh, a shorter version. It's excerpts of the lengthy Chazdei David and Goslav Dovid in its full in its full uh, in its full text has been published years ago and thank God we have published again in the last 20 10 20 years by Maznan publishing anyway readable wonderful the Goslav David already brings to our attention what's so novel about the gayot okay the uh, Chover actually says it himself and this is as follows uh, also by the writer of Abramsky in his Pirush Chazen Yecheskel, uh, in <coughs> Mesichta Rosh Hashanah, in the Tei also approaches it in this manner, and Rav Soloveitchik also. Now, there are two approaches the should take. Uh, one approach is as follows, uh, and then we'll come to what the Rav Chavah says. The, one approach is, and this is Rav Soloveitchik's approach, which is based on a Bach, because uh, the Bach, the Beis in his commentary on the tour, deals with the different uh, uh, individuals enumerated who are obliged in Kriyasa Megillah, which, uh, uh, which are mentioned in the, the Teisefta. And therefore, says the Bach, the reason all of this is mentioned is as follows. Because it says in the Megillah as follows. If you take a look at your Megillah, it says, Kodesh Boruchu says, Kodesh Boruchu. it says in the Megillah Seste, yes Baruch HaKodesh, so in capital test, chapter test, uh if I recall correctly. Yes, yes, definitely. That's page twelve sixty-one in your stone edition. Verse twenty-eight. Says these days are remembered again, and we fulfill that, fulfill the mitzvah again. Behold, over throughout the generations, each family, medino, medino, each each suburb, country, each city. Okay. So, uh, as Rav Soloveitchik says an interesting thing, I mean, his agdora, his take on it, his perception, he says, this mitzvah is different than all mitzvahs, even though it is a mitzvah der Rabbonon, definitely, right? And it's like all mitzvahs der Rabbonon, it's actually the Rambam, which, in the Mingen HaMitzvahs, where the Rambam, uh, uh, when he concludes, where he counts out all the Tariag mitzvahs, he concludes and then he brings... Uh, that there are five mitzvahs, the Ramban and he enumerates Mikra Megillah. So this is one of the five. And the Rambam doesn't enumerate seven mitzvahs. He mentions five mitzvahs in his in the psicha in the end of this Mingana mitzvahs. It's known. The Rambam discusses this already in the Kutasikas. Nowhere does the Rambam in the texts of the Rambam mention seven mitzvahs. The Ramban, even though it's foreign, and it's known universally known, there are seven mitzvahs, rabbinical mitzvahs, regarded as mitzvahs. There are many obligations and takonis and etc. of uh, the but regarded as mitzvahs. Uh, we are uh, generally known as seven. The Ramah mentions five, and doesn't mention the number seven, it doesn't even highlight the number, He just enumerates five. If I recall correctly, maybe he says five, I don't remember exactly. B'chaltah, he mentions Mikro Megillah, yes, so it's definitely a mitzvah, but nevertheless, in criteria, d- it differs than all mitzvahs. It's true. many mitzvahs there are on, right? Many mitzvahs there are I mean, all mitzvahs were placed on Klaal sure, right? On the Yisrael, just like Rodesh Baruch, who obliges Yisrael to do mitzvahs, right? But the rabbanon also obliged. Here he says, the Am Yisrael, based on this possible, look, the Torah says, the, the Megillah says, it should be, it's, 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 it's addressed to mishpacha or mishpacha, medina or medina ve'ir ve'ir, so to speak, parties, like like groups, groups, not the Am Yisrael as one unit, individual units, mishpacha, each family. So therefore, we have to highlight. So to speak, the traits of each family, and therefore, he says an interesting thing. The facts are: therefore, we would possibly be under the impression that the Gairim will not fall into the category, the converts, kosher converts, 100 percent. Gairim said that. Nevertheless, if not for what the Torah enumerates uh, the Megillah, the Halacha tells us that based on they say that, that Gairim are obliged and the speeches of Megillah. I would possibly argue and say, you know, it says Mishpachon, Mishpachon, we're grouping them, so maybe they don't fall into these categories, the Gairim. Wait, also no shit. Uh, and actually, uh, uh, the, chaz, the the chaz eduf, it says an interesting thing. It's known, and the fact is so. What does Mishpachah mean? There's Yichus Mishpachah, right? In other words, you're, there's a relationship, right? That's why you can't marry your sister, you can't marry your mother, because there's a Mishpachah. The rule is that a convert, right, after he converts, biblically, he's allowed to marry his mother. He's allowed to marry his married. He's allowed to marry his sister, right? But due to the fact, in order, as the Gemara says, in order that we shouldn't say that as a non-Jew, I wasn't allowed. And after I become a Jew, I'm allowed. And the reason why he would be allowed is because is, when he converts, he's as if he's born all over again. He says, a baby, like as a newborn child. A newborn child has no relationships. No relations, excuse me. Yeah, therefore, due to the fact that it says mishpocho mishpocho. So why can't a ger has no Mishpoch? Right? He starts his family. anew. He's born. Yeah. New. He's In like a democracy. newly born. Huh? In a cuz you couldn't do it. What are we talking about? You couldn't about? marry an, an, an We're learning halachas now. Was uh, they, it. No, no. The halachas are not allowed anyway. The halachas is not allowed, but it's a a bit. We know all about it. You're not allowed. I'm talking about the criteria, the, the biblical criteria of a gayerist, that there's no concept of mishpach. Okay? He has to start it all over again. So really... Exactly. Okay, the so there's no Yechus Mishpacha. Due to the fact we're highlighting the Mishpacha or Mishpacha, I would think maybe possibly Gerim don't fall into that category. Therefore, we have to oblige them, and it has to be addressed especially to say Gerim are obliged. Um, and, and in the same vein, so to speak, the Chazayn Rabbi Chatzkal also explains that because this mitzvah is different than all of the mitzvahs, and he says as follows um, there was a special takana. The fact is, and he brings up another point. Uh, well, actually, it borders with the, in, you of know, what the Rogachevah says. So let's go on a bit further now. So that's one approach, one take of why Geryon possibly a different cause of Mishpachal Mishpa. Another beer he wants to say as follows. Um, the Rogachevah says, look, the basis why uh, Noshim are obliged. The Gemara says the reason why Noshim women are obliged is because hoyu And in essence, in principle, we should exempt women from this mitzvah reading the Megillah. Even though males are obliged, nevertheless, females should be exempt because the rule is that any mitzvah which is bound at a specific time—in other words, the time is the factor to oblige you in the mitzvah, right? Zman gromah, the zman is gurim loshatovei, like Rashi explains in Taiches and Besechti Kedushin. So, therefore, uh, we would be—therefore, uh, those mitzvahs, women are exempt, so, and this applies both to biblical mitzvahs and rabbinical mitzvahs. So, when we come to the mitzvah of, of mikra megillah, we would think, if not for the statement of the Gemara. As the Gemara says in Erchin, and also in Besikta Megillah, that women are obliged to them. in the mitzvah. Says the Gemara, the only reason why we oblige them is because They too were in the miracle of Purim. They took part and played the role of the miracle of Purim. Either according to the Rashi, the Toses, Rashi says that actually the ness occurred. Thanks to the woman, right, thanks to Esther, so it's called Megillus Esther, that's why it's called Megillus Esther on her name, not not even, as the Rebbe elaborates, not even Megillus Esther or Mordechai, Megillus Mordechai Esther, definitely not even Megillus Esther or Mordechai, just Megillus Esther, because she was the one who played the role, etc, etc, whatever. So, So the basis, in other words, if in essence we should exempt, then the whole premise where we're obliged is because they played, took or, or they're in the miracle, they were decreed. The decree of Haman was on both males and females. If they were a Ye- Yehudim, the, the decree of, that of Haman was asher Yehudim, right? And therefore, it says in the Posach, that what the Yehudim, therefore, it says in the Al-Kane, Ba-Yokimu, V'Kiblu, Allah, ha- right? As Yehudim. And maybe therefore, even though Geir, a comfort is definitely a Yehudim, right? But let's go back a step and say, listen, can we say and can the convert say? Af, can we say a relation to the convert? how you boy, see, and this. this is what the Rokechov says. The novel, what's so novel about the halacha that a is obliged, is because the, in essence he shouldn't be obliged because the after you boy, The miracle of Purim seemingly doesn't relate to him. Oh, yeah. one moment, how you boisianes? He was a goy and if he was a Goy at the time, the decree was on the Yehudim. And not on what? And not on the, uh, the Gary, Not on the Gnon Jews. Now that he's converted, right? he's a Yid. So what do you want him to do? Read the Megillah? What does the Megillah really stand for? Says the Ravishabar going, And this is actually uh, elaborated on in the Rambam. Rambam. Deval the And unfortunately, a lot of Yehden don't learn. I wish I had a Rambam. I can't find a regular Rambam. What in the Sakh. So this is the Anybody want to be so get me a Rambam? One of very bad. All right, forget about it. Don't bother. Don't bother. some I'm coming to it. The Rogachava says, what is what is what is the reading of it? he says this on the Al-Arambah. is the reading of the Megillah stand? What are we doing? We're just reading like the Kriya Torah, Right? Conveying something? No. We're not just doing it's not a mitzvah, not just a mitzvah's kriya, right? He says the Roger in his language, he says it's to express Thanks to Hashem, to praise Hashem, and thank Hashem for the miracle that He saved us and we were redeemed. Right, the miracle occurred. La and he says, "I don't look at But basically, I believe the Rosh means what the Rambam The Gemara says the Mesichta Rav Nachman says that one of the reasons we don't say the Megillah. That the Gemara says Rav Nachman says one of the reasons we don't say read halim on the holiday of Purim. Why don't we say halal? Says says it says, says the Loshna says the Ramam is Loitiknu halal. The Ramam says this in Hil Khishanak. In the alokas of halal Loitiknu halal. The Bipurib, the Kriya zu Zuhal. The reading of the Megillah, that is the halal. So what's the idea of the reading of the Megillah? We're not just reading it like the Kriya Satuira. The Kriya Sa so Megillah is basically. Saying the hallelujah saying praise to Hashem. So we have to give thanks and praise to Hashem for this that, his, that the miracle occurred. Now, who the a miracle occur, occur with? It occurred to the Ami Yisrael, right? So, what role do the Gairem have there? Just like and like certain before say, they refer us to the, the okay, we have to go into the specifics. I'll call upon therefore, that therefore it's novel that nevertheless we oblige the Gair to read the Megillah, and I believe. How does it fit in? Because true, even though originally he wasn't part of it, but now as a yid, he's therefore thankful to HaKodesh Baruch Hu that as a yid, no, he's saying the i However, it's meant to be interpreted. Uh, uh, just by the way, anyway, that's right. Where's that Rambam? The Rambam. So the Rambam says right? The reading of the Megillah is to express thanks to HaKodesh Baruch Hu, and say to praise HaKodesh Baruch Hu. So the Rambam why? I dachka what I am listening. Miftzaramba. It's short. I'm learning the rambam. The lashon is a haflo. The klashon. It doesn't say this sefer yadach in goof halacha. The rambam says curious is halayla. The language of the rambam of uh, in the sefer in the halacha. Short, that's the lashon of the gemara. Curious, the reading is the halayla. Is the halach? Okay, but the rambam really embellishes it in this little little short sentence. In the in the where he, in the sequence of enumerating the the mitzvahs, he speaks about mitzvahs of He speaks about the krias megillah. Um, the rokachaver goes on to say a very interesting thing, and uh, we better get moving. When well, is Meyer? Eight thirty. Okay. okay, so I'm going to try to cut it short like I did like like I did in Sydney. I'm very sorry. No, I don't have the Roman Bible. Well, Hildes Hildes No, no, I don't it. need it. I don't need it to Because I just quoted the Losh. But that unfortunately, no, I, that's the logic reason to Allah. I, like. I said it. that. I locked two it's words, words of the Roma no. But it's just saying. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Sefer Ahmad. Sefra Mitsus. No, no, separ Ahmad. Sefra Ahmad. I'm so sorry, Rabbi. Sefra Ahmad. I'm very sorry. I'm sorry The Ruchot Shomer Goyin refers us to two Gemaras. One Gemara, the Gemara says, the Gemara says in the Sichta of that when a non-Jew, when he converts, so that the first, the Tanakamad the Chachamim say that he has to accept everything, the whole of the Torah, the whole of the, of the, and no exceptions. And Dovar Echad if he lets leaves out even one. I ultimately midivrei Torah, of the words of Torah, so then we can't, have, we can't accept them, we can't be converted. There's no exceptions, you have to take the, whole, the Torah as a whole. One total unit, right? There can't be no exceptions, no exemptions. Okay? All, it's all there. And the Gemara enumerates other such dinim where you have to take it in completely wholesomely. Okay? Then the Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi says, a filudik took echod midivrei even a dictuk took with the of one a minuscule specific from the from the Rambon are also has to be part for the gear to accept. In other words, you can't leave out, you can't omit. Um, that's <laughs> right. I'm going to just go back to the Russian and the Ramban. The Ram says as follows. Listen. Kach on one. in The prophets <laughs> with the Tiknu established with Sivu and the commanded. The in its specific time. In order. Look at the Look at the Bible. Look the Bible. Look to mention the praise of Hakadosh Boruch to praise Hakadosh Boruch Hu, and this, uh, the, the Yeshua which He did for us, and He was close to our prayer. what are we doing for? to bless Him, or Hallelujah to praise Him? Loshna does to say for our heaven? Excuse me, I'm to make and the me yeah, okay. to and to to, 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 to to publicize To the forthcoming generation. It's it's, 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 it's true what the Torah says. If we see it, clearly it happened. Where is there a greater nation that Hashem is so close to him, right? In other words, he's close to his, uh, he cries out, and Hashem responds. So that's exactly what happened in Purim. So that's the token of Kriyoshu Zuhaliva. Therefore, why would I think that the Ger should be part of it? Why? Where does the gear come into it? Which basically, actually, excuse me, is an Arachayim Akkadish, which the Rebbe brings in his Haggadah as an opening, as, as an introduction to the Haggadah. And then the an Arachayim Akkadish in Pashas in Capital test Posec Yudalit, where it says in the Torah of the Chiogor Itchem Ger Vos of Pesech Asks the Arachayim Akkadish, you need a Posec to tell us that the gear has to do a Pesach Lashem? Of course, it's part of Amishro. So, of course, why should we do it to anyone else? He says, you know, but was he in Egypt? He wasn't in Egypt. He wasn't redeemed. If he was a guy, he's a guy. He's now a gay, right? But if he wasn't in Egypt and his forefathers weren't in Egypt, so why does why he make this whole big being part of of it's shrine? So I would think we should exempt him from the carpet of Pesach and all the other and the which Pesach goes along with. The Haggot, the Savior, etc., etc. And he elaborates Baruch, and therefore the Torah has to specify no, the gay is part of it. Why? And he explains a gvaldic thing. He says you should know because. The fact is that the root is the, the, the Jewish people, Dam the and there, there are so to speak the branches. The branches are the Garin. They're all part of that tree, that family tree. So there's the root, that's the of Dam the And therefore he says the Surish, so to speak, the root, the source, was in Egypt. And therefore, if the source wouldn't have been redeemed, there was no way we would have the extension, which are the Gairim, etc. etc. But therefore the Gair can say. And not just he says, as the Rahamakoshe not just we allow the Gerrit to say it, and God forbid you're saying maybe he's not saying the truth, it's Shekhar no, No, he's Machuy to say it, and he explains every section of the Postle, how the Torah wants to convey and, and stress and highlight and substantiate this message, that the Gerrit is Mamish part and parcel of it all. Basically, in, in, in principle and concept, it seems to follow the same the idea which the Roger Chabra brings <coughs> to the same in relation to the game. But let's go on to a, a novel Gemara that Roger brings in the Sikhte in, in the Sichte, in The Sichte Shavu, is The Gemara says as follows uh, The Gemara says that when I, when Moshe Rabbeinu made the covenant with the Jewish people, which basically he is administering the, 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 uh, the, the, the Shvua, the oath of Sinai. To the Amish royal, says the Gemara. He to understand that he administered the oath. Whatever Hashem says at Sinai is obliging on every individual Jew, is all those who stood at Mount Sinai. It says, that all those who stood at Har Sinai. How do we know even those who haven't stood at Har Sinai? It says, It says, even those who aren't here, in other words, says the Gemara, this incorporates and includes even, in other words, like, uh, the Meshachar Benu is obliging and, bring, and, and and making it incumbent upon every year, eve, even Dere, so I see lovely. Descendants of those who stood at Har Sinai also are part of it, says the Gemara, and Geirim, Shah see them, where do they come into the picture? Says the Gemara, that's also incorporated in what it says, those who aren't here. So in the Asherah, those who aren't here incorporate, in other words, those who are the descendants who are yet to come, and also those who will then, says the Gemara, asks the Gemara, how do we know that this, asks the Gemara, this applies to all the mitzvahs of the Torah, how do you know this even relates to mitzvahs which are rabbinic? Which, in other words, mitzvah, the Gemara is mitzvah, she is Le'osit, which will become, so to speak, come about a new, a new, new mitzvah, says the Gemara, K'goin Mikra Megillah, K'goin, that's highlighted, K'goin Mikra Megillah, says the Gemara, what's the Pasuk, no? It's, uh, mitzvah, it's cool. uh-huh. So there's a Pasuk, the Gemara, close, and we see that it's, a, a no, excuse me, because it's, oh, sorry, it's kibulu, vikib, kibu, vikibu, I'm sorry, it's K'imu vikiblu. I'm sorry. The Possek here. This posse. also, No, 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 no. La, no. You get thanks to the Falagor Kishim. Kimu vikiblu, the Pesach Khovzai, page 1261. Kimu vikiblu, a Yehudim aleim al So it says, Kimu vikiblu. What does that mean? It says the Gemara, (laughs) Kimu (laughs) m'ashekiblu kvar. ( supplies) Kimu. They fulfilled, meaning in the days of Esther, the Purim, the Mitzvahs, right? Which is the reading of the Megillah, says the Gemara. So, (htaking) Kimu m'ashekiblu kvar. They then fulfilled what they priorly, formerly, already took upon themselves. Meaning that even formally, they took upon themselves the mitzvah of Megillah, says the Gemara. From here we see that already in the days of Moshe, they took upon themselves the mitzvah of reading of the Megillah. That's what the Gemara says. And actually, yes. uh, hmm, in, the, in the Sefer Yadovit from Reyesus yeah, of he says, What are we, Javken? Mentioned out of all the mitzvahs of the Rabbonon, Dafke, the Mitzvah of Megillah, there are many mitzvahs of, 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 of the Rabbonon, etc. He goes into the specifics. The Rogachabra going says a Givaldiki thing. He says, take a look. What do the Gemara, what is, what is, what do the Gemara enumerate? The Gemara says the generations, those who stood at Harsina, the Jewish people who will come eventually, the seed, in other words, the descendants, sorry, the descendants, right? Of, of those who are at Har Sinai, right? And then the gayrim, the converts, So there are three groups, right? And so the Gemara, it is all derived from the verse. Then in signature that the Gemara says, and how do we know they're all also incorporated? We incorporate it in this. The mitzvah, the mitzvah which will be anew. And that is a Bibli- rabbinical mitzvah which Chacham which will establish anew. In other words, which, that's unique micro Megillah as the Gemara discusses the Megillah and the Rambam and the Rambam. Discuss it now, is not the time for it. We Amish, have to finish. Mm. It says the Gemara, it says, King of From this posse, we know that all those parties mentioned before are part of the King of Says the Rabbi Chover going, <laughs> Let's take a look at the posse. Look what it says. Yeah. Kibbala Yehudim Alehem, Alehem, yeah, yeah. Aleh. what does Alehem mean? Um, those, those who are here presently. Yeah. Meaning, so that that is parallel to those who, who are at Mount Sinai presently, Alehem. Yeah. al Zaron, those are Asher Einenu Poi. were those who weren't at Har Sinai, right? That is parallel the, uh, is the, what, to the Zaram to the to their eventual dervis and all those who will become attached to them who will uh, incorporate themselves with the Jewish people. This refers to their converts mm-hmm. and that is what the Gemara says. Therefore, how do we know that all of these parties also the Gemara see even leos? His gayer will be also part of Mikra Megillah. Ah, that's it, it's the Megillah. So we have all these three parties mentioned in Mikro Megillah. Says the that's the, the mocker for what the Gemara says. That the Mikra Megillah, Gerim, are obliged, is from here. Because it says, in other words, we ask, and we're coming back to that Rambam, the Rambam says, Gerim, are obliged. Where's it coming from? Right? It says they said that they're obliged. We've explained the logic, the rationale, or the, what's novel about it, that we're obliging them, right? Because even though they weren't part of the miracle. Now, after all, what is the source for it? So we said the source may be the Tehsef, depending on the text of the, the tesefta or says, look, I have him afforded the Gemara. In the Gemara speaks about I see him with his and brings what? And brings the, the, the Mikromagillah. So it's obvious that the Gemrish and the are obliging to Where is the possible? Here's the passage. And as the Chaz David brings, there's a possef in Yeshaya, in Isaiah 14. Isaiah 14, Yeshaya Yudalot, possef Aleph. There we speak about different groups in Bayin, And one of them are called Nilvin. We call Gerim Nilvin. Nilbim, another nilba means they become, they attach themselves, they get caught up, so to speak. Or melosh nilevi, attached, etc., etc. I'm a And the chazudabim brings that post. So that's one approach about the gerim. Because it's late, and we have something very narrow what the Rokhachar wants to say, he goes on, let's go on to Avodim. There's still yet a lot to talk about a gerim, but we can't, it doesn't allow, unfortunately. Chayim. The Ravim goes on to say, V'avodim uh, mi Avodim v'shechorim, freed slaves. So it seems quite obvious from the Rambam that only freed slaves are obliged. But slaves aren't obliged. Okay? You get it? Now, freed slave has a status of a geir. The rule is that when you buy a non-Jewish slave from a goi, you then, he, there's a haschol, as you meant, uh, he, so to speak, there's the beginning of the conversion. You, he's circumcised, and he takes upon himself uh, mitzvahs, as the Rambam explains in Hilchus uh, is bi a Uh, Etc., etc., that really we identify the avid Knani, who's bought from the non Jew, like someone who comes to convert. So he's circumcised and he accepts upon himself and if he's prepared to go along with the process, he is a partial Gair, so to speak, and he becomes a full, complete, wholesome Gair after he is freed by his master. He's given a star shikhror, he's given this document that he's freed, so then he becomes a, again a convert. So an eved mishukhor is like a Gair. So the problem says, Akil Chayovim, the Mikro Megillah, Gairim are obliged to mikra Megillah, and avodim Mishukhrorim, right? Free Slajj, which basically is not, excuse me, I'm sorry, it's not, uh, it's not uh, repetitious. It's basically another, you know, just telling you another, another individual. They have the same status, so to speak. Now, in this there are many, uh, Time doesn't allow to speak about all the texts, the different texts of the Tei Sefta, in this Tei Sefta, texts in the Rambam itself. Should we read it? Possibly shouldn't be read. It should say avodim whatever, but all so well, the fact is, the text we have in front of us, and that is the text of the Shulchan And that's the way the Yosef understood, even though others want to say that possibly the Rambam wasn't of that opinion. In other words, if we read avodim stan, not Mishukhorim, avodim would mean like women. Avodim. A, a woman is obliged, right? Here we come to the issue of avodim. Are, are non-Jewish slaves obliged in Mikron Now, not jewish women are definitely obliged. And the rule goes that wherever women are obliged in this. And the non-Jewish slaves are also obliged to this, it's even before they're freed, as slaves. Okay, so the question is, so therefore, they say, the correct text of this Rambam and the Tehsepta reads, if Noshim are, excuse me, now the fact is in the Tehsepta, it's not a problem. Because according to our Tesefta, Noshim are exempt. The way it seems from the Tesefta. But we're going to the Rambam. The Rambam says, Noshim are obliged. If Noshim are obliged, therefore, many of are to say that what has to follow is, that even slaves who aren't freed are also obliged. shechorim doesn't read well, OK? And actually it says, according to our Gemara, that women are obliged, Avodim are also obliged. Nevertheless, and the fact is, the la Halocha, on what it says on the Aruch, where it says in the Shukhanorah, Avodim, only freed slaves are obliged. He says, but if you look in the Tur, the Tur just quotes the word Avodim. And therefore, that's interpreted even if they're not freed. The Bet Yosef, the base Yosef says what it says in the Torah, Avodim are obliged. So because he was under the impression he learned the Rambam and the Rambam says Avodim are so he said the tour also meant that. But Mekor says no. It seems that even Avodim stama are obliged, just like Noshim are obliged. So this is dealt with in the in the poskim. The, the Vilna Gaon says no, we can separate. We can separate them. Noshim are obliged, but Avodim are not obliged. Why? Because why do we oblige Noshim? <laughs> we, <laughs> we oblige <laughs> <laughs> <and, laughs> them. <after, laughs> <laughs> but Avodim, but slaves. You know, that doesn't apply. What are you going to say? There were also non-Jewish slaves who were also part of, what, of the decree of Haman Alman and also redeemed? What was the problem? They was, they, they, like one of them, actually, Rabbi Shol Lieberman in his preceptor said like this. Avodin, originally, they were slaves and they would have remained slaves anyway. They part of the shlalom Voice. In other words, the decree of hate, was on the Jews, right? And all their belongings. In other words, if God forbid, they would have been annihilated. So what happened with that property? So the property and it's free for all. So the evet Knani, which was originally enslaved by the Jew, would not become and remain a Jew, uh, an evet Knani with a god. So before an evet and after an evet. So really, uh, the whole that's why there's room to argue that we can dissect the women from the slaves. Okay, And that's what those were of the opinion. That only a lot of slaves are obliged. Nevertheless, it follows because women may be obliged, but freed, uh, actually slaves aren't obliged. Only free slaves are obliged. Okay. Now, the Ragu Chaver going into his work on the Rambam says mefurish. He says mefurish, and he learns the Rambam just like it seems from the Rambam. Women are obliged, right? Only freed slaves are obliged. So it's mukach, it's mashma from the Rambam. But slaves who aren't blood, who aren't freed, are not obliged. Okay. Ended. Uh, and he actually says in another sefer of his, in Maduro, in the deplomut days, he writes mefurish mukach me mukach obvious from the Rambam that slaves which aren't free are not obliged, right? Because the Rambam says, free slaves, so they're like there. But slaves are not obliged, even the women are obliged. Okay. Now, from in his work on the Rambam, he seems to be quite happy with that, to go along with that. But in his work, the Madura Tunion, in his second, does uh, that, uh, the second uh, version, so to speak, where the, Yeah a revised uh, edition, right? There, the, the <coughs> Roshavur ro- is under the... wants to allow himself to say that no, that avodim are obliged. Avodim are obliged. And Evet K'nani is obliged. They'll soon hear why. And here, he says the same thing in Umish. Not taken from there, sometimes you just have a section which is like, you know, cut and paste. No, it's original there. And he says something here very novel which he doesn't say there. Now, there he's unhappy with it. In other words, even though his mind, rationally, he would like to argue, that I accept that Avodim, actual non-Jewish slaves, should be obliged, right? Uh, um, just like women are obliged. He concludes, he says, but it is obvious from the Rambam that they're not obliged. Nevertheless, here he says a Gvaldike thing, and he remains to say that Avodim Gnanjim are not not obliged in reading of the Megillah. That he follows with. But they're obliged in other things. And he dissects the mitzvahs of Purim from Mikro Megillah. And I believe, I'll I'll attempt to explain what he says. Now, why should I be under the impression, right? In other words, we we explained why possibly uh, the the slave, the non-Jewish slave, even though generally he is, Parallel to the woman, just like the woman's obliged to the mitzvahs. and any mitzvah she's obliged. The, 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 the non-Jewish slave is obliged in the mitzvah. Nevertheless, here there's going to argue to separate them, right? They're not identical. Because he wasn't part of the miracle. Okay. But here, the Ragechever approaches it differently. He says, the reason, the basis, possibly, we can argue that maybe they're not obliged. And what really disturbs them is as follows. He says, you know, till now we made a whole issue about the ger, the convert. We argue that there's room to argue that the congregation shouldn't be obliged. And that's so novel about it that we obliged him. In Madura Tinyana, when he, you know, when he's revised edition of the Rambam, he says nothing to it. It's poshut that a ger is obliged. Just like he obliged, the part of Am Yisro. Every yid's a chayef. Avodimor wants a chayef. A gerim wants a, a, ger a It's poshut. It's definite. Ger is part of Am Yisro. So if Am Yisro is chayef, a ger is a chayv. So what's it talking about? This should be So I'm saying it's something novel. Nothing novel about it That's his approach there. I'll tell you what's novel, says the Ravichavagor, that a non Jewish slave is obliged. What's so novel about it? He says as follows. And he says, even though we know that women are obliged, but he says, the obligation which lies upon women is different than the obligation which lies upon, which is incumbent upon the edit. And he says as follows When we oblige women in mitzvahs, they are obliged per se. It's not because she is this man's husband. What? The man is hus- is a mitzvah. The woman is mechuyev a You can argue because she's married to this man, and just like men are of a so women are also chayev in some Nothing doing. <coughs> no. The reason the woman is chayev a is because she has her own rights, and she's mechuyev in these not at all, just like men. But she has, as a woman, she has her full right to be mechuyev a and therefore he goes to this, goes on, and he says, for instance, a kehenis, right? Someone who's married to a koye, The deal is that she eats truma. It's not just because her husband is a koye, And the koye eats truma, therefore she's also allowed to eat truma. Nothing doing. A married woman, it says like this, an arusa, an engaged woman, someone who's an arusa was just engaged, right? Whatever with the, the form and fashion, how you engage her according to the Mishnah, right? So there he claims that he only betrothed, right? The woman who was betrothed. So that woman is only obliged, is allowed to eat truma only because she's Oh, so it's part and part betrothed by the man. And because the and the husband is eating, therefore she can eat. But a married woman has her own full right, she becomes a kahana. Let's go to another known. Yeah? She called it cahinness. Chahannas has her rights. She eats true because she's a kahana. Not because she's his wife. Nothing to do. A David Kanani is a total different ballgame, says the Robert A Kanani. It's a homish. King can But listen, to, he brings a, gewalti, a gemaris, tired Tire Gimoros. He brings a Givaldi The says as follows. The says, he, oh, David Kanani eats Truma. David Kanani eats Truma not because he has, he is someone in his own right. He eats Truma only because he is subservient to his master. And his master is a kind, therefore he eats Truma. And the Gimoros says before the pardon." So Etc. Etc. Et Let's go on. Let's go on. Uh, yeah, I must finish. He says the Gemara says in the the Says the Gemara, I have a special post to do, teach us that uh, uh, an Evid that uh, a Eved K'nani could be a uh, Nazarite. Says the Gemara, why do you need that for? We know it says in the Torah, Isha Isha, a woman can be uh, Nazarite, yeah, a Nazir and a zero. So what do you need? And we know uh, Evet Kanani is like a woman. When he a special post, says the Gemara, I would think, because it says in Parshas Snedurim, Toises says Nazar and Nidorim are connected, says toises. It says in Parsha Snedurim, uh, V'osor isor al-Nafshu, mi she uh, nafshu i knu yoloi, yotso Evet she it says, the Torah says, that in the during vows and then and then, etc. and Nazareth, Nazareth, which is in the context of a vow, right, which is a comes come out of palm one based on a vow, says the Gemara, it, 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 the context of this is, it says, he, he, he prohibited this prohibition. He bound himself. He bound himself with it. Says the Gemara, someone who is himself. He owns himself. He's an entity. So for that individual, the Torah says, Naziris would apply. But someone, she'e'en <laughs> knuyoloi, it's not <laughs> nafshoy. You're a man, you're a nobody. The most of the Rabbi Chavar is, he's not a metziz and the Kanani is in, not a metziz. In the way I understand him, he's, in other words, he has no identity. He's totally so absurd. It's not an afshoy knuyolo. It's not his own nefesh, an afshoy knuyolo to someone else. Therefore, I would think maybe Nazir doesn't deploy, says he might need a special apostle. He brings him Mishnah, and he says as follows. If someone uh, who owns the Ebbet Kanani tells the messenger to Shlia, right? He says, you know, here is the shtar to free, here is this document to free the Ebbet. Can he back out? Can he renege? So the halacha is that uh, what's the halacha? The chachamim say, the chachamim say he can't rename. Why? Because it's It's a schuz for the yevet to be free when he's subservient. He's tied up. Here. But. Asks the, says, says the Gemara, mm-hmm. says the other man the Omar but that's the rule. If you, something is done, the Eved is not in front of it. I gave it to a messenger by giving it to the messenger, right? That he he, he, he acquires it on behalf of the Abbot. So therefore we say because it's, it's for the good of the Avid, therefore he comes free. There's no way you can on something which is good for the Abbot. But if it was against the Avid, it wasn't good on behalf. All total goodness for the Abbot, you can renege. Any couple of you, you may renege, says the Mishnah, says the Ramey, but it is a choif. It is. It's something negative, something negative involved. As an Ebed, he can eat truma. If he's an Ebed of a Koyim, he can eat truma. <coughs> but now that he's released, he's emancipated, he can't eat truma anymore. He's a free man, he's an Israelite, and he can't eat truma. Guess what he answers? He answers the Gemara, Ein He's not kinyono. And he, well, that's the source of the Mishnah. So, so the Rambam, the Talmud Yerushalmi, the Rambam, in his commentary, explains as follows. He says, when is it possible to say that it's something good for someone or no good for someone? If you're an entity or a somebody. Take the woman, he says. And that's the case of the Mishnah deals with. The woman, the wife, right? For the wife, you can say, before she had good, she lived a good life, she had truma. She was a kaheness, She was a queen. She was equal. Now, if you're going to divorce her, right, she's not going to be telling Shruma anymore. So that's... That's something good for or something bad for, right? We're talking about somebody. But if you talk about an avid, what are you going to say? Before, as an avid of the coin, he was able to eat Truma, and now he can, so therefore it's something negative for him. What do you mean something negative for him? If the reason he's eating Truma initially was because he was a somebody, right? And he had a certain status, so we say, ah, that's good for him, and now you're removing that status, so then I can understand that's something negative to, to towards him. But if I say, me, but if I say in the first place he's eating it for a totally different reason, because he's a nobody. He's a nobody. He's so gluttony, subservient to someone else. The Ramam says, "Mamchayzal loshmuketu krishem v'shayzal Rambam." Okay, so he said that. So the, the whole the whole thing doesn't follow. And then he goes on to bring another gemara. brings the and says the You know this. Evid is about the thing. This type of Evid Kanani. What is he? He doesn't have a status of a non Jew, but he hasn't really a status of a Jew either. An Evet Kanani, a gay or a is not allowed to marry his mother or sister, like we spoke before. An Evet Kanani can marry his mother or sister while he's an Evid Kanani. What's going on? Because he, he's no more Ben Noah, but he's not a Jew either. And a He's a nobody. According to Roger Chaver, an Evit Kanadi has no sees with Nehazim. So he says, therefore, let's go back to Hilchus Megillah. I would think, what's going on? You want to, you want uh, 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 there's an analogy between, it's identical, there's parallels between the woman and the Evit kanani The Abed-Kanani, the only reason I would think he should be doing it, it's that he, he has no, nothing in his own right he should be doing, there's nothing he, he, we make him do in his own right. So, therefore, I would say, therefore, and that's so novel about that he is obliged. Just know what he says. He says a thing. Excuse me. He says, go back to the Khumish. What did we say before? Bechol <laughs> Anil means who? Gary. And guess who says it? Rashi says it. Teben Ezra says it. You know what the Roger says? That's not novel. That's a big deal. Bechol Anil or Evit Kanani. And Evid Kanani has no name. He's a nobody. He's a no man's land. He has no identity. He's not a Messias. What is he? The only way we can describe him is a Malayim. Can I say on a yeet you're a Nilva? Can I say on a Gary you're a Nilva? You're subservient. You're only part of him. You're connected to him. You're linked up to him. But an Ebed, I can say that on an Ebed-Kanani. That's his whole description. He has no other description but Nilva. because he's Nilva. And there's no one there. And he says to about the here. Now he's not happy with it in his work in one of the works. He says, but in the Rambam, it seems that Nab is not obliged. Here it seems I'm saying in the positive that he's obliged. So he just mentions that. Here he makes it this draws a distinction. And I believe he says, look, he says, you know what it says in the Khabish? Where does it say that the Khala knew the What we just said, he is obliged. What does it say in the post? Can we read the post? So it's Tesch of Zion, yeah? It says, It says, The Rabbi Shabbat You know what? It says, Vahayim. The next Posach says, Vahayim. So Rashi says, "There's a nizkorim and there's a venasi. What is Nizkorim? Read the Megillah. Because by reading the Megillah, you remember the days. In other words, it's not just a mitzvah of Maaseh, of verbalizing, moving your lips. You remember, like we said, the whole idea is to praise, Etc., etc., but like the Ramah speaks uh, Mm -hmm. extensively, right? Good. These are the mitzvahs of the day. So we have a very clear distinction between the reading of the Megillah, even though it's also Maase and Dibur, but it's a total different ballgame. There's content there, right? But Schenke, when you come to the, do the mitzvahs, the Rabbanon, we have to actually prepare Ma'amish and right? There's nothing. There's no message. There's no scripture that I can't finish. But maybe therefore, that's the Niskorim, Venasim. That's very clear throughout the Masechet Megillah that the 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 of reading of the Megillah is the Niskorim, the mitzvahs of the day the Maase, the 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 etc., etc. Et like the says, also in relation to Sechirah Maase HaMolik, that we need the Sechirah before the because it says the square of so we remember the amolik that's the reading of the parsha of that's the Shabbos before the actual mitzvahs that occurs on the day of Purim. That's why the, that has to proceed the, the day of Purim, the reading of the parish of Okay, the Mela says, What did we say, and I believe that's what he means, what did the Rambam exempt the Evit Kananian? He only exempted the Evit mikra on Megillah. That's all the Rambam is discussing. Everybody's obliged to on Megillah. As women and I voted and I voted Mishakarorim. Vote, so it's obvious that an Evet kanani is not obliged in reading of the Megillah says the Roguchavargoyin mm. is only exempt in Mikro Megillah. You know why? He doesn't it's explain. Not. Why? Because to read the Megillah it's not if it was just an action, something which we have to express in action, so the order in the master can make him do it. Do it! Like he's making his behavior, do things. Right? He has his behemoth, and he has to go fresh the, the harvest or whatever. Do it, do it. So he can, the abu can order him, do it. But no, to read the Megillah is not just to do it. He has to have his own mind. You have to do it on your own. You have to read the Megillah, you have to verbalize it. That's true. You got to do it. Mm-hmm. But you have to remember, you have to praise, you have to be mevoreich. There's a whole lot of I think kriyas That means you're an entity, you're somebody, which we're obliging. And David Kanani is a nobody. We don't oblige him to read the Megillah. What then? You want to oblige him because the odoin is making him do it? Sorry, that doesn't work when it comes to reading of the Megillah. But when it comes to what it says in the pasuk, says the Look what it says in the pasuk. Where do we mention bechal hanilvim alayhen? In that pos'uk, in the v'chala nil v'malazayim, it says, lehi yois oisim. So the Rav Chava says, look, at gembal the gazach. It doesn't mention this korim here. Eh? It's oisim. So this is referring we should do, we should fulfill. Now, other eh, the Miforoshim say, k'chsovah means the writing of the Megillah, et cetera. What the Rav Chava has his take. He doesn't elaborate the rest of the pos'uk. It says, lehi yois oisim. means what else has to be done on the day of Purim. So we're talking about action. And he says, we're not obliging the Ebed kanani to do these actions, no. It's the other doing it, just like the other himself has to do it, right? For the same reason he has to have his ever doing it, but it's an expression of the other doing it the master forces his own to do it, his oven to do it. Like, for instance, when it comes to the mitzvah, I'm finishing, when it comes to the mitzvah of, of Korban Pesach, so the din is that if he has an evit knani who's not circumcised, he has to circumcise himself. Of course, it it, it, his, the order in the master's, Korban Pesach, is conditional that his Evet should be circumcised. So it's all because he's subservient into the master, etc., etc. not because the evit knani per se is obliged to the degree that Rabbi Shepard brings a gewalti thing. That the, normally, to be, Manu, to be numbered, right, Under the Pesach, you have to be circumcised before you slaughter it. You listen? But the thing is that an Ebed Kanani can circumcise himself even after the slaughtering. And he's not regarded as if he's eating the Karpon Pesach Lumblyov, that he's not numbered. Because the reason David Kanani eats the Karpon is only because of the Master. So he can't be in his way. You get it? So therefore, I don't care. He's not regarded as a matter of money. You're just allowing the master to eat. Okay, whatever. I'm sorry, the technicality the was just thrown at you. So, the, so here, the Rambam draws a, a distinction, and segregate, separates the ma, mitzvahs ma'aseh, which is an inia for maisa, So he's doing it as an order of the ordain, so to speak, as an extension of the other, but something which he has to do it as, as a separate entity, as its own identity, etc. For that, we can't oblige him. But that's what the Rambam says he's exempt. So it's interesting you have to push to examine the rules of the Rambam, where it seems for the Rambam that everything the Rambam says at the beginning of Hilchos Megillah applies to all the rest of mitzvahs according the nothing doing. But it says in the beginning, first Allah, that relates only to the micro and Megillah, all the mitzvahs of the day, love, it could be it only applies to certain individuals? I have to for it. I'm making up the city. The city will only let me speak in half an hour. <laughs>